Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith, bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. President Biden is having a unique day, meeting with leaders from NATO, the EU, and the G7. He's announced additional sanctions on more than 400 Russian elites, lawmakers, and defense companies that gain from the Kremlin's policies. And the White House also announced it will accept 100,000 Ukrainian refugees, as well as more than $1 billion in humanitarian aid. It has now been one month since Russia invaded Ukraine. To mark the grim milestone, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is calling for a global day of protest. Say that people matter, freedom matters, peace matters, Ukraine matters. According to the UN, more than 10 million Ukrainians have been forced to leave their homes. NATO estimates up to 40,000 Russian troops have been killed, wounded, are missing in action, or have been captured. That includes somewhere between 7 and 15,000 dead. Over at the Senate Judiciary Committee, it's the final day of Supreme Court confirmation hearings for Katanji Brown-Jackson. And things are much less contentious than the past two days. Judge Jackson is no longer in the hot seat. Today's about people testifying on her behalf, like the American Bar Association, which compiled interviews with over 250 judges and lawyers. Reviewers describe her integrity as beyond reproach, impeccable, and of the highest caliber. From here, she's expected to move on to confirmation. Democrats have the votes and hope it can happen by early April. Instagram is going back to basics. Parent company Meta announced that we will be getting our chronological feeds back. Photos from your friends and family in the order they were posted. What a novel idea. This comes after bruising congressional testimony last year about the platform switch to an algorithm-based feed back in 2016. Research shows feeds driven by likes promote toxic, violent, and politically divisive content. You know who's ready to be done with masks on planes? CEOs of major U.S. airlines. They've signed their names to a joint letter imploring President Biden to ditch mask mandates once the current rule expires on April 18th. They're also asking the federal government to stop requiring international visitors to test for COVID-19 before coming to the U.S. 
Jeff Bezos' Blue Origin is getting a second shot at going to the moon. SpaceX, which is owned by Elon Musk, won a bid from NASA last April to build a ship that could land on the moon. But now NASA is setting up a second competition so that two companies could work on separate landing systems simultaneously. Blue Origin is likely to win that second bid, giving NASA scientists the rare opportunity to study the effects of two gigantic egos colliding in space. Coming up, we look at how China is torn between a friendship with Russia and economic ties to the U.S. Plus, we play a little fake news game. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere, can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. Now we're going to lie to you just a little bit. And for fun, we're going to play a game called Two Headlines and a Lie. Our friends over at Morning Brew, the daily business and tech newsletter, which, by the way, is hilarious and you should all subscribe, do this game every Thursday. Yes, and now we're bringing it to the refresh. So joining us is Maddie Merritt, who writes the weekly puzzle for Morning Brew. Maddie, tell our listeners something about yourself. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, So I'm Maddie Merritt. I'm a daily newsletter writer at Morning Brew, and I am originally from Nebraska. So I'm probably the only person you know ever from Nebraska. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That is actually accurate. (laughs) I knew it. So Maddie, can you explain how this game will work? So here's what we're going to do. I will read you three news headlines. Two of these are real, and one is faker than an altcoin endorsed by a forgotten B-lister. <laughs> and Dave and Rebecca, I want you both to guess the odd one out. Okay. Got it. I'm ready. Sounds good. So, the first headline, Kid Rock says Donald Trump sought his advice on North Korea and Islamic State. <laughs> okay. The second headline, West Side Story star Rachel Zegler not invited to Oscars. Got it. Okay. And the final headline... Inside the first Wordle Summit, unlimited cake, Heidi Montag on strategy, and a $5,000 entry fee. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, I feel like I'm kind of debating between the Wordle one and the Donald Trump one. And the thing is, like, Donald Trump taking world advice, like diplomacy advice and strategy advice from Kid Rock doesn't seem that outrageous to me. Right. So, uh, I feel like I'm going to have to go with Wordle. I feel like the Wordle one is, is the fake one. Before you guys lock in your answers, I just want to let you know that I'm really good at writing these headlines. So <laughs> Amazing. Uh, You're amazing. Way to screw with our heads, Maddie. Uh, no, I stick by I stick by mine. Wordle. I think that's the fake one. I, yeah, I'm going to go with Wordle too, I think. Okay, we will reveal the lie at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Tributes are pouring in for Madeleine Albright, who has died from cancer at 84. Former President Bill Clinton, who appointed Albright to be the first woman secretary of state, says he and Hillary are saddened by the loss. He added that the trailblazer offered them friendship and unfailingly wise counsel over so many years. President Biden called Albright a force for goodness, grace and decency and for freedom. 
New numbers from the Census Bureau reveal that populations in big U.S. cities like New York, San Francisco, and L.A. all shrank in 2021. Experts blame the pandemic, of course, but they also cite fundamental issues like incredibly high prices for housing and a huge drop in immigration. Population overall grew only 0.1% as more people delay marriage and kids. The Omicron subvariant called BA2 now makes up most of the COVID cases around the world. That's according to the WHO. And here in the U.S., the CDC says it makes up more than a third of new cases. Some experts warn we could soon see a surge in cases like in Europe. But Dr. Fauci anticipates more of an uptick than a surge. And he says the subvariant is still fairly mild for most people who've been vaccinated. People requesting asylum in the U.S. can wait years, but soon they'll be able to get a much faster decision on their claims thanks to a sweeping new White House policy. The new rules, which will be rolled out starting in late spring, are designed to help distinguish people with real fears of persecution from those simply looking for a better economic situation. California wants to help people pay for gas. Governor Gavin Newsom is proposing to pay car owners $400 because average gas prices across the state have reached record highs, almost $6 a gallon. Newsom also wants to pump the brakes on an upcoming gas tax hike and make public transportation free for three months. Stephen Wilhite, the inventor of the GIF, has died from COVID. He was 74. Wilhite created the GIF in the 80s, but if you were once obsessed with Tumblr, then you know GIFs have become their own language. His invention even sparked a contentious debate. Is it pronounced GIF or GIF? He told the New York Times in 2013, the Oxford English Dictionary accepts both pronunciations. They are wrong. It is a soft G, pronounced GIF. End of story. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has put China in a precarious position, torn between Russia and the U.S. That's because China wants to maintain its ties with Russia, but also it needs a strong relationship with the West to maintain its economy. Lynette Lopez covers politics and international markets for Insider. So, Lynette, President Biden had a two-hour phone call with Xi Jinping on Friday. What were the most important things to come out of that meeting? Well, the most important thing to come out of that meeting, it seems, is the fact that Joe Biden has not been able to get Xi Jinping to denounce what Russia is doing in Ukraine, its invasion. So basically, we can't count on China for anything is is the big takeaway from that call. Do we think that there is any realistic possibility that China would ever take a stance against Russia? It seems like the two of them have a lot in common and are kind of quiet allies. I don't think there's anything quiet about it. Um, Of 20 days before the invasion, China and Russia released a joint 5,000-word statement about how their friendship has, quote, no limits, unquote. Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin uh, share the same kind of nightmare, which is that a democratic color revolution will sweep them from power. Um, And they have the same dream, which is essentially to supplant the United States as the leader of the world order and create a culture financial institutions and political institutions that serve authoritarianism rather than democracy. If Russia, if Putin fails, then China is the only authoritarian superpower left on the planet. And I don't think that's something Beijing wants to see. 
So China has maybe tacitly or indirectly supported Russia's invasion of Ukraine, but if China decides to openly and directly support Russia, the West would heavily sanction China as it did to Russia. What would that do to the Chinese economy? I think people have a misunderstanding of what the Chinese economy is. It is still greatly dependent on exports to the West, even though they are trying to get domestic consumption up so that their economy looks a little bit more like the United States. Basically, our economy runs on us spending money. The Chinese economy runs on China sending out goods to us and us sending China money, investing in the country. That's still largely how the Chinese economy runs. So if we stop doing that, they're in huge, huge trouble. We would have trouble, too, over here in the United States. But why is it such a big deal to China that it's not alone in being an authoritarian superpower? If they align with Russia, is it really worth risking their economy? I think that's very important to them. Obviously, Putin just risked it all. I don't think she wants to be in the same position. But I also don't think that she wants to be alone. It's very hard to change the institutions of the world if you're by yourself. Russia and China both have seats on the Security Council, for example, and they've been able to basically render the United Nations rudderless and a little silly in this moment. So if you don't have allies, you can't really do things like that on the world stage. So what's next? I think that China will bide its time and try to skirt the line as much as it possibly can to avoid these sanctions. The United States, we don't really want to upset, rock the boat of the global economy more than we are now. But I think in China's view, when you become powerful enough, you don't need to follow the rules. You make the rules, like the United States. They always accuse the United States of making the rules and breaking the rules and not even living up to our own um, ideals. And... Don't ever listen to what China says. Watch what it does. That's my main takeaway. Thank you so much for joining us on The Refresh, Lynette. Thanks for having me. Lynette Lopez reports on international politics and economics for Insider. And we're back to reveal the answer to our two headlines and a lie puzzle. Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here again to unveil the truth. So, Maddie, can you repeat the three headlines again for our listeners? Yes. And remember, two of these are real and one is fake. So the first headline, Kid Rock says Donald Trump sought his advice on North Korea and Islamic State. And the second headline, West Side Story star Rachel Zegler not invited to Oscars. And the third headline, Inside the First Wordle Summit, Unlimited Cake, Heidi Montag on Strategy and a $5,000 entry fee. Okay, and both Dave and I guessed that the Wordle one was the lie. So, Maddie, uh, tell us we are the smartest people in the world. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, so I do have to tell you that you are correct. (gasps) (laughs) The Wordle Summit is not real. (laughs) Maddie, thank you so much for joining us. You are an excellent fake headline writer. Agreed. Thank you so much, Maddie. And be sure to subscribe to Morning Brew and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on your favorite podcast apps, or better yet, go to insider.com slash the refresh to use our custom designed player. We also want to hear from you. Reach us at the refresh at insider.com. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to the Refresh from Insider. (laughs) 